All right, everybody. Um, good to see you. When this really starts to work for you, you won't have much to say. <laughs> it's it very, very ordinary. The only way you can have it seem any different is to meet other people. <laughs> and through a strange comparison, you go, Woo! Thank God. <laughs> so keep on coming. You know, it, would sound, it sounds great a lot of times. Well, wait a minute, someone else is coming to me. find it on the internet, just look up Faith Mind. It's a very good, uh, very short, but a very succinct take on things. But in it, he says a very important statement. He says, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. So, if there's a seeming state of being identified as what you're not, that's continual activity. It's continual mental activity because for the identification to seem to be so, it has to be promoted, reinforced, assumed, implied by a lot of activity. Yeah? So the basic state of being identified as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity is an activity. And in a sense, that activity will never find or be able to produce stillness because that would be activity. Yes? It's just the same thing like in recovery we talk about peace of mind and enjoying peace of mind. Peace of mind is a quality of big M mind. Yeah? But to enjoy it is the difficult thing in a sense because it's sort of like wanting to stop and stare at a beautiful painting but you're on one of those motorized sidewalks at the airport, yeah? You can't really stop and look because there's like an act, there's a movement that's pushing you on and on and on and on and on and on. That movement is selfing, yeah? Selfing is the mental state in a very agitated state trying to promote, assume, imply, insinuate that there or as Ramana Maharshi would say, presuppose that there's a non-existent thing that is the existent thing. Yeah? And that is the identification as a body. So the identification as a body, the body looks like it can be still, but the identification as a body is totally agitated. It's total, it's total effity. Yeah? It's total activity the sense of being a solid thing is totally a mental activity 
to try to promote it. It's sort of like the helicopter wings or, or the blade. If it's going fast enough, it seems like it's a solid thing. It's like a perceptual little trip. So the mental state is trying to move so fast that this, this, this image it's projecting as a body can seem to become solid, yeah? Where you don't see the light that's projecting it. You don't see... It's, it, there's a taking it to be that. And then at, from that point, that's where it's all those statements from the cryptic Zen uh, <laughs> spiritual stuff and everything else apply to. Because they say, you know, uh, you know, like St. Francis, what's looking is what you're looking for. But you'll never see what's looking from the you that's looking for. Yeah? Because what's looking is what you and I are looking for. The way we, the way the mental state actually holds that statement is you and I are looking for what's looking. So we've now made what's looking an object that we're going to look for. And by making what we are an object, we can seem to be this, this, yeah? This false object now becomes the subject of our life. And look at our days. We're living totally for the body, basically. You know? We got Tempur-Pedic beds. That's not fucking for the spirit, obviously. You know what I mean? I mean, I got... A tight-fitting pants can ruin your whole day. (laughs) It can, you know? It's like a... It's basically the whole day is planned around the body identification. I mean, you can't get around it. I mean, and then as you get... And, you know, your maintenance bill when you're young or light... But as you get older, you're fucking in the garage all day. <laughs> you're constantly, if you're not a mechanic by the time you're 60, you're going to be at the effects of other people completely because you can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> so this identification as the body demands a lot of attention. Yeah? And then we have the experience of pain, which is the most incredible magnet for, pay- for attention. Pain. It's more of a magnet for attention than joy or bliss or anything like that. Pain is really a very strong a magnet to attention because the mental state is using the pain of the, the body to pr- prove its relevance, as it would be so many times stated in The Course of Miracles. Suffering is one of the main ways the body is seen to be real. Yeah? Because it gets all of your all the attention. The attention isn't owned by anything, it's being directed, yeah? If, let's say, the Holy Spirit or the Spirit or whatever, or some other modality than the mental freaking selfing is leading or directing you, your attention will be distributed in other ways than when the selfing is distributing your attention. When the selfing is distributing your attention, it's not even about the body, it's about an image of the body. It's all up here. Yeah, not, and this, there isn't a here. It's all in a mental state. And the mental state isn't... It wasn't calm and then it fires up. It's agitated. It's in a constant state of agitation. Because if you look at... Like, like basic Buddhism, when they describe the problem, which is here, you know, is that suffering's it. And what's the cause of it is desire. So if you take it to a little bit farther, what's the initial desire of the mental state. The the initial, the primary, the imperative of all desires in the mental state is to be a self, is to be something, yeah? It wants to be a body. 
Yeah? And therefore, and to, to further prove that it is a body, it will want to be something that it isn't. It will it'll want to get out of something it thinks it is. You're not even in that which you're trying to get out of. But it uses getting out of things to, to reinforce the idea of being the thing. That's the whole statement of Ramana Maharshi when he says, there's a, there's a presupposing that you're a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Yeah? So it double whamsy, whammy you. There's a desire to become, and then there's a desire to unbecome. And basically, that's the whole drive here. There's a desire to become what I think I'm not, or I like to be, or like others would want me to be. Yeah? And there's a desire to unbecome what I really believe I am, which is a loser or something like that. Or in the course view, that I had separated from fucking God, and I'm as guilty as hell, and I'm going to just fucking create this whole world to fucking attack me all day. <laughs> so I can be right about my, this incredible power I have that I can separate from the wholeness, which is a possibility. See, that's why the solution is so beautiful, because the solution totally, totally, with no courses, no volumes of books, just an immediate hit, the solution reveals there is no problem. It's just an activity. Yeah, if the if you're wedded to the activity, it will really seem to be so. If you're not wedded to it, it'll seem not to be so. It's as simple as that, really. And the word seeming is the whole thing here. Everything here is appearing to be true or false to us. And I don't mean to this. That's on one level that is getting mimicked as this, you know, as the body something appeared to be true. I thought that was a a milk latte, and then I, I realized it was a soy latte. You know what I mean? No, I mean on a fundamental way. Yeah? On a fundamental way, everything is appearing to be true or false to us. That's just, that's, that's the whole, that's the, the anatomy of a dreaming, is that everything appears to be true or false to the dreaming, to the dreamer. I don't believe there's a noun, so I would say to the dreaming, yeah? So, in, from the problem's point of view, you need a damn solution. If you actually fall upon the solution, the solution will inform you there is no problem. And it isn't like, oh, there is no problem now, I got rid of it. There is no problem because there never was a problem, nor will there ever be a problem. It's a complete totally comprehensive negation of any possibility of any reality of a problem. Totally. Completely. Not like you got to go back and make sure it's dead. You know? <laughs> you know I, I thought I killed that fucker, but I'll go back tomorrow. It could have... No, it's realizing that's not so. Yeah? And then you see, then that... Then while the action figure is agitating its way through this little, like hallway of shit and fans called time, let's say, it's, as it's doing that, there'll be a sense of that which isn't moving. Yeah? You'll see, you'll see from what you are, and what you'll see is what you're not. Because the only thing what you are can see is what it's not. It can't see what it is. It would have to be something that it ain't. So it's it's the seeing of what you're not. It's the sense of being what you are. We're attempting to arrive at it from the non-existent thing. 
the non-existent thing, not even, doesn't even need really to be negated. It ain't so. It just has to be seen as non-existent, and that's it. Because even the pursuit of that, of let's say the truth, will be used by the mental state to reinforce the false reality. As he says beautifully, Ramana, he says, when your practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how could they destroy it? So, if the practices that are based on your escaping a place are reinforcing the reality of the place, how could they destroy the place? That's why we say here, the best way to get out of something is realize you were never in it. Because it takes absolutely no time, and there's no... You don't live in trepidation of falling back into it anymore. That's the real freedom. The freedom isn't now. Freedom here is expressed in time. If you believe you've acquired a very high level in this place of time, you're going to, the next minute, you're going to be worried about when are you going to lose it. Yeah? It can't stabilize. You can't enjoy freedom in time because you feel like something could erode the freedom. But in this, this, this invitation, that's totally, totally dismissed because... It's not like something was here that got vanquished, something that's here that got exiled, something that here... There's, there's, a real, there's a recognition there was no here to that which I thought was here. <laughs> yeah. The only here there is is us. Is, is this is awakeness. Yeah? So, therefore, it's like, you know, the, uh, the enemy's never going to creep back in because it wasn't subdued or tranquilized, it was seen not to be so. Now, and you don't have to revisit its not so-ness every fucking day, <laughs> because it would be absurd. So finally, a solution worth the term, yeah? Because the solution, just like the greatest thing that ever happened to me in recovery, is caught by the statement, the problem will not exist for you anymore. Now, I had never read, ran into a pretty... I have, you know, maybe I, I, I accepted what people would think were solutions, but I don't... That, that was the first solution I ever ran into. There was this incredibly overriding, quote-unquote, problem that was attached to the action figure, this really, really fucking livid, very voracious parasite that wanted me to use this body for transportation. And as I was taking myself to the body, it was going to be very fucking painful for me to be used as the getaway car when I never escaped any of the scenes of the crime. The parasite took the getaway car, but I'm the car. (laughs) They left this car. (laughs) So for 20-something years, it was an overriding influence in my life from about, I'd say maybe 7 to 38 yeah that's a pretty that's like 30 something years 
been sent to fucking jail, two years, three months in programs, had overdosed trying to get out of it many times, had done fucking unbelievable stuff over and over again. I was totally devoted to trying to escape from it more than any fucking spiritual devotee. I was totally committed to that life. And then, and then something happens one day in a freaking trailer park at a regular day at the office. All I wanted was to stay drunk until I could get high. And I had that Mount Everest of every user near the end, which is I had no money. <laughs> so I'd always have to convince someone else <laughs> to join me in what I wanted to do and my ability to convince people was waning at the time <laughs> my charm had sort of weakened I wasn't looking so good so I wasn't I wasn't winning the lottery often and I was fucking this <laughs> therefore suddenly something happened and that was the end of it the whole enchilada was given in no time at all. It's playing out for 28 years, sobriety, but the whole sobriety was just downloaded like that, and it was a done deal. The nuclear reactor was removed, yeah, and basically it was never there, and that was that. Now that's a solution. That, was, that I would call a fucking solution because its effect was the problem doesn't exist for me anymore. Exactly. Now in this case, the problem doesn't exist as you anymore. It's not like you having alcoholism. You get to the real root of the dilemma, which is identification as self, and then suddenly the problem does not exist as you anymore. That's a solution. That fucking works. Because then the non-existent thing doesn't resurrect. Because it never was so. It doesn't come back from the dead because it never was alive. It was you, in a sense, yeah, all along, dreaming an insane dream, yeah. and being. It's sort of like the course says it so beautifully in so many ways. It says you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Jesus Christ, that's an amazing statement. Yeah, all right. If you if you just to me, I mean. That's your lifeline here, is, hey, maybe I'm the dreaming of this dream. If not, you're going to be blaming people for your condition. You're going to be blaming the world for the condition. You're going to be blaming this and that for the condition. It's a fucking no-win situation. Yeah? But here, you see, we're the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming. How the hell does that seem to happen? It could not happen. No freaking way. But it can seem to happen in a dream. In a dream, the dreaming can seem to forget that it's the dreaming. And how does it conveniently do that? It becomes identified as the dream. Yeah? We betake ourselves to be the body. We assume that we're the body. This is the starting point. This is the end point. This is the frame that everything that goes out and in enters and gets observed by and critiqued and judged and referred to. It's called self-centeredness. Self-centeredness. The whole system of the thought system is centered on this idea of self. And what is the idea of self? The feeling, the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's, that's it. Now, it cannot be so. What we are could not be a body, but we, it can seem to be so. And this is the beauty of it. How does 
something that could never be so seem to be so. It must appear to be so to what is so. What else could make false evidence appear real? The only thing that could let false evidence seem to appear real is what's real. Right, right underneath our nose is the demonstration of what's happening here. We're dreaming. Yeah. Not as the dreamt, as the dreamt we think we dreamt last night, but as the dreaming. Yeah, the night dreams is included, the awake dreams included. Yeah, all of it's included in the dreaming, but the dreaming isn't included in it. The dreaming is way beyond what's being dreamt. Yeah, so. We forget that we're the dreaming by being identified as the body. And guess what happens? A total impossibility. Everything we give meaning to, everything we're dreaming, now has the ability to affect us. So now, thoughts can ruin your fucking day. You can go on your trips and everything like that, and it would be great. One thought would, would just chop down the biggest tree in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? One thought would would put a yellow tint on all those different color lakes. Just like that. Your your ability to override everything here is on self display all fucking day. <laughs> all day. You know what I mean? This place pivots on us. <laughs> That's what happens. You give everything all the meaning it has. Why hear those things and don't put a period on the end of the statement. Let it hit. Let it reverberate in that which is it's about. You and I, the you and I that giving everything all the meaning it has isn't the bodies. It's us. It's what we are. Throw, throw a, let's say, a pebble that it spit out back into it and it reverberates. And Oh, <laughs> I'm the dreaming. Yeah. All blame is dismissed. You don't think anyone's ever done fucking anything to you, really. It's all you playing with all the different apparatuses to fuck with you as an action figure. Who knows why? Well, some people think they do. What you could say is, what would happen... I remember when I was young, uh, my father got very ill. and I was the youngest of four. And... I remember the days. They, I was outside on this little picnic table in the backyard. My mother came out and started telling me that Dad wasn't going to be able to play with me as much anymore. And then they, we had family doctors then, and family Jan, Dr. Gianquinto came, and he said yes. And they explained it perfectly. My father had high blood pressure and a heart problem, and he couldn't be hanging out with me. I heard it all, and I was nodding maybe, but in me... The only way it could be translated was, what did I do to make my father not want to play with me? That is, that's the throbbing, the little pulsating, the little of self-centeredness. Self-centeredness is based inherently on guilt, that you fucking did something. Yeah? Now, how the hell are you going to get out of what you think you did by doing how the hell are you going to get out of what reinforces it through thought by thinking? <laughs> you can't use what built the fucking imaginary place up to escape from it. 
There's just the seeing of what you're not. If you're the dreaming of the dream, then how could you be the dreamt? Yeah? If what's looking is what you're looking for, then it makes no sense for you to be looking for what's looking. Yeah? If the seeker is the sort, then that should put to rest a lot of fucking activity. <laughs> I mean, it would save you tons of mileage on your fucking what? You know, your spiritual tires. The seeker is the sort. Well, just pull over in a nice shady place and chill out. <laughs> I'm off of that fucking crusade. <laughs> I mean, is it true or not? If it isn't true, then man, we, those things that compel us to seek, they're, they're produced by an authentic impulse, but they're not. They're like, maybe the signal is correct, but they've been waylaid and interpreted by the mental state, and it makes you look for what you already are. It makes you pine away for that which you are to be delivered by someone else. It puts you in a position of lack with the hope that you'll fill yourself up. Instead of realizing you're full, and this is a, this is a, this is an, a, this is an event of expression. It's not an event of getting and acquiring and achieving and amassing. It's about, like we say in recovery, you have it by giving it away. That's the language of what really works. Yeah. By being, it's not like being present, you are present. In presence, you're available, like it or not. And if you're available, you are of service. That's what happens. There's no intermediary that's doing the service anymore. There's just servicing. Yeah? It's so beautiful. There won't be any banners strewn. You won't get, you won't get in the spiritual post office your picture up. You won't have any of that. But basically, you'll be, you'll sense the real fullness of emptiness. Fucking finally. You know? You'll feel how full it is to be empty. Empty of this non-existent thing. It allows you to travel lighter. So if you have a bummed out knee and you can't hike, you know, it's fine. If you can, it's great. Yeah? Your whole day isn't determined by thought or physical. You know, your day is determined by whatever. You're awake to being awake. Simple as that. Yeah. Because here you can be awake to being awake, or you can be seemingly asleep to being awake. The awakeness is is definitely the fact. There's no doubt about it. But you can seem to be awake to it. In other words, it will appear to be you that you're awake, or you'll be seen to be unawake to it. And it doesn't, the unawakeness to it doesn't mean it's gone. It's just there. It's always going to be there, always available at all times, with no requirement necessary, other than the ones you set up. I love the immediacy of it and the completeness of it. It's not like, oh, I've got to go back every fucking year to get it reamped. You don't. That's the beauty of it. It's like an electric charge of an electric car that never runs out. Never. That's a solution. 
it just re it just re solutions constantly, constantly, constantly. You've run you found the last answer. No more looking for anything. Just just finding out basically. That's all you do here. Yeah. You find out how wrong what you were, what you weren't was. <laughs> And then you have some fucking, uh, I don't know. This, these talks are the best example. I can't make anything out of them. I wish I fucking could. I wish I could, you know, at least get an ounce of something out of it. But it's just totally empty for years after years after years. Just constantly going here and just a black holeness. It's like the most unusual event I've ever had. Because usually all the other events I seem to be in it. Yeah? And yet all that makes me seem to be here is dismissed when a talk is occurring. The pain in the knee, everything's gone. And you know, it was quite early. It, made, it, it sort of brought me to a position. How, how real could those things be if they could be fucking dropped in no time at all? I mean, I started to get suspicious of my real condition because my real condition could be altered immediately by the real condition. <laughs> and over and over in years and years of that imprint, imprint, I mean, I've had so many things that were right on the top. My attention, the action figure. And then in a talk, the whole, the whole, the whole scorecard gets erased. And then you realize there's never been a fucking game. Everything is just happening. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. This knee is, didn't happen. It's happening. And if my attention leaves it, it's not happening. And then my attention gets up to the biggest bidder, then it's happening again. Yeah? It's incredible. <laughs> you have to see... When something that seems real is shown not to be real, what's there? The whole time, what was there? Us, yeah? Let it imply what it wants to. Every one of these statements, every satsang doesn't end. Yeah? It's, it's, like, a, it's like, a, like a little taser tased, yeah? And then the, vi the vibration, you, in other words, the ball gets tossed and the mind carries it away. Yeah? Never let a, never let a period end a statement. Just open up and let it in. I have total faith in the message because it will clarify and refine and distill that which can be clarified and refined and distilled here. All of the activity that's in cahoots of producing this seeming story or dream of being a someone. Yeah? And you want to get relief from the someone, but you want to get relief from the someone for the someone. Yeah? You want to experience your own absence. You want to be there to get it. That's the dilemma. That incessant stubbornness of, I want to experience my own absence, man. I want to be there when I'm not here. And I mean, it sounds funny when you say it, but it's a huge drive. Especially, I witness it quite a lot at these talks. 
there's just this persistent, and there's a lot of spiritual civilization. People are civilized, they're not going to just fuck this and go crazy, but they're just boiling. They've gone to 800 satsangs, and they just fucking had it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have just been better if I was just practicing still. This fucking non-practicing is driving me fucking crazy. I'm trying to be a non-self as a self. It's very, it's frustrating. It's meant to be frustrating. Anytime you attempt to make it something, it's going to fr- frustrate that which attempts to make it something. Exhausting. Yeah. Yes. So in a lot of 12-step meetings, I hear people say, everything happens for a reason. And uh, I've kind of started not to think that way. I've started to think maybe there's no reason. That seems more comfortable for me. What are your thoughts on that? I don't have any now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everything happens for a reason. It's kind of a more dangerous path because then you go into what's the reason. Maybe there's no reason. Yeah. Well, if there's a sense of you on the path, that's the danger of the path. Yeah. So what has a reason ain't me. What doesn't have a reason ain't me. I don't really care about it. Because this thing is happening. Now, if this happened, I'd care about it, maybe. But all it is is happening. <laughs> if, it were, if something really happened, I'd be really fucking pissed. But in fact, everything is just happening, and nothing ever really happened. That's the great news. <laughs> the great news... All of my monumental resentments can't really stand on that sandy foundation because, you know, my idea of being super pissed that is because something happened. It's very difficult if everything's happening. <laughs> because while you're concentrating on this little segment of what's happening, there's a tons of other things that are happening that you could go with, Yeah. You feel it? What's happened? It doesn't. It says nothing ever happened. Isn't in conflict that everything's happening. Yeah, everything is happening, but nothing ever happened. It's perfectly. It's a perfect summation. Everything is happening. In other words, everything is burning. Everything is dreaming, and yet in a dream, nothing ever happened. Yeah, but there's a lot happening in a dream. But did it ever come to pass that it happened? No. Yeah? Exactly. That which we are isn't coming to pass. That which we are didn't start or didn't end. That which we are isn't defined by a geographical or physical location or a triangulation in time and space. It's obviously... Close your eyes. Do you feel like you're behind your cheekbone? I mean... A little kid has more spiritual wisdom than us. Yeah? They know exactly. Why, Daddy, are you trying to get into the moment? (laughs) They haven't fucking thought the crazy idea that they could be out of a moment yet. They're going to, shortly, but they haven't yet. Yeah? Have you ever seen a kid pondering a meditation retreat, three or four? No. They're not thinking. They're not trying to... Because they're not in argument with a lot of stuff. Yeah? The mental state is. The mental state, what, it, what happens is, life is happening, and then there's life's happening to me. That's the mental interpretation. Most of us have the GPS of that. 
We're going over life as if it's happening to me. Yeah? And in that going over life as if it's happening to me, constantly, we're blind to what's seen. All the looking is really a blindness to the seeing. All, yes, the way we're looking is blind to what's seen. We're looking in a self-centered manner. If we attempt to use these to discover what we are, you'll never fucking do it. Because you are what's looking. Well, that's that. This is an imitation. Very simple, yeah? can be repeated quite a lot. It doesn't have to be thought about. You just It's in already. You've been served the spiritual subpoena. You'll be called soon to the court. Not to the court of the mental state, thank God, because you've been convicted there already. You're going to go to the court of light, and then all of your seeming transgressions will be annulled. You'll be let off the biggest hook, you. Yeah. Yes? See, the thing is, the, that which allows it to join is you. That which is not will not, not never allow it to join because it goes against its story. So, there isn't always a constant awareness. Okay. So, talking to my friends, there's awareness that's always present. I know it's, it's always accessible. And yet there's still this relationship happening of these, the habits and the imprints. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, but not to you. No, there's still, at least for me, there's still, um, a lack of other words, slippage and tendency and ownership of claiming. Yes, but the slippage and tendency still doesn't imply a you. It's just what is. Yeah? See, that activity, the mental state tries to imply a you from it. And then you feel then that you exiles itself from being the condition because the condition would never slip. This is the story. This is like the heist. This is like the mental heist. This is like the little mouse going in 
and granting that little bit of cheese. <laughs> it's just, but that's not you. None of it is. None of you is based on the condition of slipping or not slipping. And you'll see more of the, you'll see the heist. And when you see the burglar, I'm telling you, if you see it, more is going to be revealed. When you see it, it gets very meek. Yeah? It, his hands come out of the silverware. And it's all, and it just goes away. Because you recognize it. It's, no, no. And so the point is, all of these activities are not in conflict with what is. They only are when we have a conceptual idea of what is from what we're not, which is where all the conceptual ideas of what we are is from, is what we're not, yeah? It can be, but the fact is, you're the space the pot's in, yeah, see? So the the pot's highness or lowness has nothing to do with the reality of the space. No, so that's the point. So this becomes, this wears on you longer and longer, and then you'll have, you'll have events where the aperture will open up and more will be revealed. And then one of the times, maybe it will go like this, and then you'll be revealed completely. Yeah? And then the gig's over. Doesn't mean it's over here. The mental state keeps doing its interpretation. Everything goes on as it's going on. But it's over because it never began. It's not over like you finally finished the Odyssey. There was no journey. All of this is totally based on us. And then it really pisses the us we think we are because we don't seem to be able to control it. But, <laughs> but from, the, from the us, us, this is it. So obviously, there's an agreement. Yeah. Of course, we'd always talk about forgiveness because here you are making someone else up to be your, your attacker. Yeah? All right. So then you say, well, maybe I got to forgive my neighbors and this and that, blah, blah. But then it always leads to this state they call atonement, which is nothing ever happened. So what gets revealed after you go through forgiveness and this and that is there was nothing to forgive, that this is all an impossibility that was being dreamt by the only, the only possibility, which is us as reality. How could something that's false ever appear real unless it appeared real to what's real? How could, how could something that is not so seem so, so, so as an experience, it must be seeming so, so, so to what is so? How could it get any so-ness from anything? Yeah? Let it take you all the way back. All the way back. Not just on the street you live in. Right into your fucking garage. Yeah, pull right back in there. And then see. And see if there's an argument. The door's open. Get it. Pull right in. You can keep the car, if you feel comfortable, keep the car on, but then you'll die of carbon monoxide. Fucking get out and go into your house. All right, well, that's...